Hey, hey, my darlings, my hotties, welcome back. You're listening to Smart Love and Relationships with your girl, China Noel. Okay, listen, I'm just going to get right into it about this whole happiness thing, because I think happiness is so important. And I know that everybody has had time to consider their happiness during quarantine. And I'm sure you've all come to different conclusions, but the conclusion I want to come to when it comes to love and relationships is that a lot of us are not happy because we take advice from the wrong people, period. That's the first reason. And I'm going to get into that right now. Story time. Was dating somebody, wasn't very much attracted to him. I don't know how we started dating. I think he was just like chasing me a lot. You know how that happens (laughs) when somebody's just like chasing you, chasing you, chasing you. You're like, okay, fine. Damn. You can have me for a minute. But, um, you know, I did it because I thought, okay, well, try going for the nice guy. This is an ex. This is not anybody current. This is an ex that I was dating. And I was like, all right, fine, I'll do it. But I was not attracted to him. And I said to myself, listen, I'm not going to do that anymore. I feel like physical attraction is so important to me. It's not the only thing that's important, obviously, but it's important enough. Like, I'm going to want to have to hump you every five seconds. And if I look at you and I don't want to hump you every five seconds, then that's not going to make me very happy, is it? Right? Like, and sometimes you may just want to hump somebody, you know, whom you think is attractive. People don't have to be universally attractive. I'm not saying that, you know, everybody has the same taste or beauty is not in the eyes of the of the beholder. But my point is, Today, this person came to that conclusion, was like, no, I'm not going to date a guy I don't like anymore. I don't care how much money he makes. And of course, this one made a guap of money, right? He was a seven-figure digger. He had coins. Now, I go and I tell my friend when this happened to me again, I was like, listen, this has happened to me before. I've dated somebody who's been wealthy, but I've not been physically attracted attracted to him. And now I've got another person, another person. Same scenario. He's a wealth manager. Six or seven figures, probably, probably closer to seven, but I'm not attracted to him. I don't know. But for some reason, he's attracted to me. He's chasing me. What do I do? And she's like, look, girl, look, look, you better go for it. You know why? Because he's going to get more and more handsome the more you think about the figures behind his salary, the zeros behind his salary. He's going to get handsome. He doesn't have to be all the way handsome right now. And so you listen to that type of advice, knowing very well that you have clearly articulated how you feel about getting with people with whom you're not physically attracted. And then guess what? You end up being unhappy. (laughs) You know, sometimes happiness is just like a straightforward thing. It's like, hey, if you don't like it, don't do it. But we don't listen to ourselves. We've already established what we don't like, but we go to somebody else and say, hey, I don't like this. Should I still do it anyway? And of course, the person has a different paradigm. The person has a different perspective, different sense of what makes her happy. So she's not going to tell you, hey, you know, don't do it. Listen to your heart, follow your happiness. She's going to be like, wait a minute, did you say money? (laughs) Girl, I need those coins. And if that were me, I would date him. So you should date him. You should do what I would do. And that's how people advise you. People advise you about happiness from what they think is their happiness. They're not going to advise you about happiness based on your happiness. They don't know. 
Well, they do know because you tell them outright, I don't want to date somebody who makes me unhappy if I'm not physically attracted to him, but they ignore it because they don't, that's not their paradigm. Get it? So a lot of the times, some of these happiness things come from us just like not listening to ourselves. Give you another example. Same guy, same guy whom I was not attracted to. He also had a temper problem. He had an anger issue. He just was like filled with rage all the time. Like many of the time, I shouldn't say all the time because that's like not accurate. But like, I'm bubbly, I'm cute. You know what I mean? I like to have fun. I don't like drama in in that sense, like in the sense of a relationship. I just like drama in the sense of like real housewives. You know what I'm saying? I like Portia Williams type of drama. That's me. Real Housewives of Atlanta, I'll do it. I'll even do Love and Hip Hop once in a while. That's the kind of stuff I like to to watch. I do drama just on television, but in my home, honey, it's got to be silent and peaceful and just beautiful and zen all the time, okay? I don't care if I have 10 kids running around, <laughs> you know, at some point. It's got to be zen, boo. Zenboo.com. But this man, whom I was not physically attracted to, had the nerve to also had, have temper problems. And so I went to another friend and I said, listen, friend, okay, not only am I not physically attracted to this person, but he also has temper problems. And she goes, listen, in relationships, if you're going to mature and you're going to understand what a relationship is, you've got to be in it for the long haul, right? And she gave me this whole deep thing. It sounded so deep. It sounded so like, ooh, 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 okay. She knows what she's talking about. Yeah, stay in a relationship, grow up, mature, be in it for the long haul. Yeah. It sounded really good when she was saying it. She spoke so well. And so I thought, okay, I got to stay. I got to mature. I got to grow. I got to stay with this man, even though I don't like him. And he has anger issues, right? So rather than listening to myself and thinking, well, I don't like him. He's not physically attractive to me. I don't want to hump him 24-7, which is a requirement. So that's making me unhappy enough as it is. And I'm not enjoying his anger. Instead of listening to me, I listen to my trusted confidants who are telling me to stay. And then what happens? it becomes a whole heap of unhappiness. Reason number one, why you might be blocking love and happiness in your life right now is that you're listening to people other than listening to yourself. Happiness, unhappiness depends a lot on you. It sounds really cliche, but you would be surprised how many of us are influenced by the opinions, not just of everybody, right? Like you can be like, oh, I don't listen to anybody. I don't da, 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 da but everybody's got a trusted confidant. Could be even your mom, right? This person who was telling me to stay with a man who had anger issues and temper issues is with a man who has anger issues and temper issues. Get it? Like, so she thinks it's okay because that's her paradigm. That's her life. She's with an angry man. <laughs> so... She's going to tell me to stay with an angry man because that's her experience. So you may think that, yeah, I listen to myself. I don't listen to other people's opinions, but there is, there is always a confidant. Could be a mother, you know, who, who stayed in 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 an abusive relationship and you go and, and tell her, listen, um, I'm being emotionally abused, physically abused. And she, she might tell you to stay. You don't want to, Oh, don't get divorced. Not the D word you know, because that's her paradigm. Be courageous enough 
Be courageous enough to stand in your skin and know what makes you happy. That's reason number one. We're going to get to reason number two after the jump. Thank you for joining me as Smart Love and Relationships, the Hot Nerd Podcast with your girl, China Noel. Let's get on a break. All right, back from break, my booze. How are you guys doing? Are you hanging in there? I hope so. This quarantine thing is about to be over. Listen, I'm going to let you guys be the petri dishes and the guinea pigs and all those people that are sent out there once this quarantine is over. And you tell me if the virus is gone. Okay, I'll let you try it. You can come back and say, hey, China, you can come out here with us and experience life without a mask on. But until then, you know, my quarantine break is going to be probably slow coming. Just saying. Anywho, so back to the reasons why we're all freaking unhappy. Okay, we are some unhappy bitches up in here. No, listen, I'm generally very happy, but I've noticed that happiness is almost like a science and it's a very simple science and there are reasons why we are or are not happy. And I told you the first reason sounds very simple, but we all do it. We always listen to that trusted confidant who is telling us about happiness from her perspective. And we're thinking that we can trust somebody else. I don't care how close you are with somebody. You cannot trust even like the closest of close with what happiness means for you. You feel your own sensations, not the other person. Even a twin doesn't feel your sensations. Okay, if I pinch you, your twin is not going to feel it. Well, some twins, mm, some twins do feel sensations felt by their other halves. But for the most of us, for the most part, I'm sorry, for the most part, for the most of us, for the most part, a lot of us are not twins and we're the only ones who feel our sensations, okay? When you're getting it on in the bedroom, your best friend is not getting it on with you. (laughs) Well, I don't know about some of y'all bedrooms, but you feel the sensation. She doesn't, is my point. So it doesn't, it's not any difference for happiness. The way you feel a penis entering you is going to be very different from the way she feels it. It could be even the same penis. That's a different episode. All right. Or for some of you on the other, you know, my, my gay and bi sisters and brothers out there, whatever it is you're feeling is yours to feel. Nobody else is going to feel it for you. The same thing applies when it comes to happiness. You feel your happiness. That's your sensation. So you're not going to go to somebody else for advice, are you? Well, you are, but you're going to measure it against who you are, your own identity. It's like, okay, thank you, friend, for advising me to stay with somebody who is borderline abusive (laughs) and angry all the time. I understand you want me to grow up in relationships and stop ending them prematurely. But I also understand that you are with an angry man yourself. So you may be telling me to stay with someone who's angry because that's what you know. And I'm saying it's not making me happy. So therefore, I don't want to stay and I will not. And I'm strong enough to make that decision. Fortunately, I did. And I got much happier making, you know, 
such strides just as a person listening to myself, growing into myself. And this is what I want everybody to do. No matter what kind of relationship you're in, whether you're in a serious one or you're just dating or you're single in your relationship with yourself, I want you to listen to yourself. Feel the pulse of your soul. Feel it. It's yours, yours alone. Nobody else gets to feel your heart beating but you. Nobody else gets to experience your sensations but you. You are the master of your of your spirit. And that is a gift, honey. Don't let anybody strip that away from you by giving you all sorts of crazy ass advice that you don't need to be listening to. Girl, please, bye. Anywho, second reason you might be blocking love and happiness right now has to do with the distance between what you have and what you don't have. I'm going to talk to all of my single ladies, okay? And even my ladies who are married, my ladies who are dating. We spend a lot of time as women being taught that we need to have something or have someone, right? There's a lot of energy that we put into that. Oh, no, no, no. We can't just have ourselves. We've got to have the man. Okay, now you've gotten the man. Okay, well, you you can't just have the man. You've got to have the engagement. You've got to get married. Okay, so now you've gotten married. Okay, well, you can't just have the marriage. That's not enough. That's not enough. The marriage isn't enough. Then you have to have other things involved. Then you have to have an empire. You, you know, your man's got to make this much money. And it never ends. We're never satisfied because all our lives, we're just taught that happiness is what we have. It's what we have. And even the gurus that tell you that it's okay to have yourself and not have anybody else, there's always something there. Then they got to give you a list of five things you have to do every day, you know, in order to prove that you love yourself. Oh, are you getting, are you shaving your, your Gucci? You know what I mean? Are you, uh, you know, immersing yourself in yoga and are you like eating five different vegetables, you know? And if you're not, all of a sudden you're feeling guilty because it's like, oh shit, I don't even have my own self. It's too much pressure. It's too much pressure. That distance between what we have and what we don't have. The longer that distance is, the longer we feel that distance, the unhappier we become. Okay? So if the, if the distance is starting here, it's like, oh, I have a man. He's cute. He treats me nicely. We go out. We're good together. Mm, I love that. That's where your starting point is. And then your end point is like five miles from that. It's like, oh, shit, but I got to get married soon. I got to get married soon. Otherwise, I'm not validated and I'm not happy. So now you're ruining what you have. You're ruining all your happiness because if you don't get married, you cannot be happy. I'm not saying don't have goals. And I'm not saying that you should just be like indefinitely in a relationship and never get married if that's what you want to do. You should always articulate your goals like, oh, boo, I'm loving you, honey. And so in about a year, I'm going to need my ring. Just FYI. I'm just saying that If you hinge all of your happiness on that distance, that five mile away distance of you getting married, you're going to be unhappy. There's always a distance between what you have 
and what you don't have. And the longer, farther, wider that distance is, the more you hinge all of your happiness on that distant, faraway goal of what you don't have, the, the unhappier you will be. Apply it wherever you may. If you're single and you're like, hey, I'm loving myself. I'm looking, okay, okay, come on, self. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking a little sexy these days. I'm actually having good moments. I'm, you know, I'm getting a little pep in my step, taking care of myself, you know, doing the do with me, loving it. If you have that and you're happy in that, but you create a long distance between who you are as a single person and who you're not, you know, what you have to have as a non-single person, i.e. a man, that's that's a recipe for unhappiness right there. That's the recipe for unhappiness because now it's no longer enough that you're a happy single person. Now it's like, oh, I have to add somebody. And that distance between you and that somebody is the cause of the unhappiness. Eliminate the distances where you can. A lot of people tell me, look, China, you get rid of friends really quickly, too quickly. You get rid of people too quickly. You get rid of things too quickly. You get rid. The reason I'm getting rid of those things is not because I have any problem with anybody. I don't have any problems with anybody. I just, I'm eliminating distances. That's all I'm doing. I'm eliminating the distance between what I can have and what I don't have. I don't need a lot of things in my life that are unattainable, (laughs) okay? I still hear a lot of women who are like going after these men, pursuing men, and then all of their eggs are in one basket. If you're like, oh God, if I don't have them, I'm going to be miserable. And then they're just miserable because there's a distance between what they have and what they don't have or whom they don't have, right? Because they don't have him, right? And that's where all their happiness is. Well, guess what? You want to be happy? You eliminate that distance. You eliminate the distance. Look at, okay, I was going to give you guys a love and hip hop example, (laughs) which is just so ratchet. I was going to say Mimi, Mimi Faust. Google her if you don't know Mimi from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. When she eliminated the distance between what she had, you know, which was herself as as a grown up woman and what she didn't have, which was her man who was cheating on her with somebody else, she became happier. People complained that Mimi wasn't happy. They were like, oh, Mimi's always scowling. Mimi's always mad. Mimi's And she talked about that too. She was like, okay, well, you would be upset too. You would be mad too. You would be walking around angry all the time. But guess what? Mimi let go of that distance, let go of the idea that she had herself and she needed to have her man with her and not share her man with uh, Joseline, Joseline Hernandez. And, and look at Mimi now. Happy. That's the moral of the story. Listen, eliminate the distance between what you have and what you don't have. Work on having what you have and being content with it. Work on not hinging all of your happiness on what you don't have. Work on not creating that distance. Work on reducing that distance. The best way to reduce the distance is to get rid of it. There was a guy I was crushing on. Last story before I go on break. I was crushing on this man, crushing on this man. I met him years ago. Jesus, it's so weird doing a relationship show. (laughs) You know what I mean? Talking talking about all these exes, like, okay, boo. But that's fine. Met him years ago, and it was like, look, I have to have this man, I have to have this man. And it was causing me great unhappiness. 
when I didn't have him, right? So there was all this distance between what I had and what I didn't have. So it's like, I don't have this man. I've got to have this man. And you know what? I decided I wanted to be happy because it was just too hard to like navigate trying to get this man. So I eliminated the distance between what I had and what I didn't have. And I got rid of the desire to have him. And I was like, that's it. All of a sudden I got happy. It's like, oh, okay. It's really that simple. And you know when happiness enters? When you don't have to have all that distance between what you have and what you don't have. That's when it enters. When you meet somebody and there, there is no distance. He's like, here, have me. <laughs> you can have me, boo. I'm here for you, boo. That's when happiness enters your life. When you surround yourself with things and people who don't create that distance for you, who don't make you feel like you have to work so hard. You have to toil. You have to reach for them and, oh my God, I don't have you and I have to have you. Plus, you never really have anybody, honey. He may be in your bed. He can do really whatever he wants. He is a free-willed creature. Avail yourself of the belief that you own anybody to begin with. Okay, but that's a different topic. I'm going to go on break now and get to the third reason for why we might be blocking love and happiness in our lives right now. You're listening to the Hot Nerd Podcast with China Noel. Smart love and relationships. And then I really, darlings, really welcome from break, by the way, but I really want to close this out by saying one of the things that really makes us unhappy is going to be the third reason is setting a goal and not achieving it. It's kind of the same thing as the second point, isn't it? But this one is really, really specific because we will set these goals and we think it's everything, but we forget that it's just, it's everything for that time. Do you know what I mean? Like your goal that you set is just for that time. It's just for that time, baby. It's temporal. Your goal at 26 is not going to be a goal at 96. And when you compare yourself to other people, that brings you so much unhappiness because you think that your goal should be theirs. Not true, darling. Not true. Remember when I said, I wasn't kidding when I said that you feel your own sensations. Nobody else feels your sensations for you. So yes, somebody else might say, listen, um, I need way more hot sauce and more bananas in this recipe because for my sensation, for my taste buds, that's what I need, right? So then you start to get jealous because, oh God, they've bought all the hot sauce in the store and they've bought all the bananas and you don't have anything. You should have hot sauce and you should have bananas, but why? Why? That's not your journey. That's not your goal. That's not your sensation. So why do we make ourselves unhappy when we don't reach goals or achieve things that are designed for other people? You're allergic to hot sauce, darling. And you hate bananas. So why are you jealous and unhappy and feeling like you're not reaching your goal because you don't have the hot sauce that Sarah has and you don't have the bananas that Tom has? That's Tom and that's Sarah and they've got their bananas and their hot sauce because that's what fits their goal. That's what matches their taste buds. So when you plan for goals, 
Plan according to your taste buds, what you like. Maybe you like marshmallows and honey, and maybe they're allergic to it. But maybe that's what's right for you and your path and your journey. It's okay. It's okay. Let it go. Release it. Release it. Be content in your goal forming and be assured that whatever goal you're setting anyway is is fleeting. It's for now. It's not forever. You're setting that goal for now. You're not setting it for when you're 96 or 37 or 22. Like we're not here forever. I don't know why people will act like (laughs) we're in this for like ever. Wait, this is a sensation that we're feeling only for this lifetime. And once this lifetime is done, it's done. So while you can, sweetheart, while you can, my hearties, be happy. And another thing about goals, I have to tell you, it, um, can we like not really worry about them? Because then, also, how do you even know that you set the right goals? All you out there just being unhappy because you didn't achieve your goal. I didn't achieve my goal. I didn't achieve my goal. Okay, you didn't achieve your goal, but how do you know that it was the right one to achieve in the first place? Why did you put all your happiness in it? In it. As they say in London, in it. (laughs) That's a different in it. That is more like isn't it. But the point is, how do you know that you set the right goals? How do you know he was the right one? How do you know that he was the goal that you should have been going after? Maybe it was right at the time. Maybe it felt right at the time. Maybe he was right at the time and it was your mission to get him. But don't wait until you do to be happy. Goals change all the time and so do people, darling. You don't know that you're going towards the right goals. You're just setting those goals based on what you do know. All right, listen, I'm going to recap because we've talked about a lot and we've talked about a lot to do with happiness. And I want to leave you with this. I want to leave you with this. You are good enough, baby. You're good enough. It's okay. One, you are good enough. Two, it is okay. You know, fuck what I said earlier. That's all you need to take away. One, you are good enough. You are more than good enough. And two, it is okay. Whatever it is that's causing you unhappiness, that's fine. That's why everything is okay. We're not here forever. We're just visiting. Okay? We're just taking a little trip in this thing called Earth, and then we're going to be out. All of us are going to be out. So whatever it is that you're thinking, whatever burden that is upon you, whatever crisis that you cannot fix, whatever has broken your heart, sweetheart, everything, everything will be okay. You will be okay. You are good enough. Everybody's making up stories and everybody's trying to survive and everybody's trying to be better and the best. And it's all competitive and it makes you feel overwhelmed because you're never good enough. You never feel good enough. I'm telling you today, in this moment, that everything about you And why you're here and whoever placed you here is divine, 
And it is okay. You are okay. You are good enough. Everything is okay. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. You didn't get to that. You got this. This happened and da-da-da-da. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Sit in that. Sit in it and be okay with it. And I leave you with that. That's, that's all the recap you need from this episode. I love you and I'll see you next time. You're listening to the Hot Nerd Podcast, Smart Love and Relationships with China Noel. Mm-hmm. <laughs>